1: Goes. motto of the show, let your grief flag fly Probably
3: the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain Here
0: are your hosts,
3: Kathy Kane and Tommy Hey, welcome to Strict Anonymous Podcast with Kathy If you want to follow the Strict Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show It's Strict Anonymous for me at Cartoon Therapy If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to my show and if you can, write a review If you want to be on my show, send an email Sorry, I'm a little stuffed up and I don't know why Uh, Send an email to strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. This is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about their secret lives, their interesting lives, all that kind of good stuff. Today I have on a guy who I think he's, yeah, he sent me an email. Actually, he was a new listener of the show. He came through Riot Cast Network, the new network that I'm on. And uh, he was like, listen, I have this interesting thing to talk about. Or maybe he didn't even think it was interesting. People never think their stuff is interesting and are always shocked when I'm like, oh, I love this story. Come on my show. But anyway, he's uh, his name is Gary. And as you can tell by the title, he's gay. But he fucks girls and he's into it. Uh, and that didn't, that like happened kind of like as a surprise to him. It wasn't like, you know, he was always by and he was very aware of it. Uh, and it's actually interesting how it came about. It's interesting how it ties into something else that happened to him in his life. Uh, and that's the deal. Uh, but, you know, we talk about a lot of things in this. Besides the fact that we talk about the like his life story, we talk about how he came out which is really interesting, where he came out, which is interesting, as well as, like I said, how he figured out that he was interested in banging girls and, you know, what exactly went down in his first uh, experience and then what happened afterwards. So anyway, I'm just going to make this intro short because I could barely talk because I'm stuffed up for some reason. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm going to be right back on with Gary. Uh, hey, Gary. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on Kathy. How are you today? Or tonight? I'm doing all, right. all right? <laughs> Yeah,
2: right. I'm doing all right. How about you?
3: I'm good. I was excited when I got your email. You're a new listener of the show. And um, mm-hmm. this was like a like a, a story that was like something that, like or just like a topic story, whatever, a scenario, <laughs> that I had right. never had. A, not only had I never had it on my show, I've never really heard of it. Though, like, yeah. I'm sure, of course, it exists, you know. But, like, basically, you sent me an email saying that, like, you're gay, right? And you yep. have, like, been sleeping with women, and, like, this is a problem. And you'll explain more, but it's almost like you're, like, your secret life or, like, your thing that you do on the side is, like, you're a heterosexual, <laughs> you know? And, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> normally, it's, it's the a, opposite.
2: It, exactly. It's a bit backwards from, you know, yeah, stories you it. might hear. Yeah
3: yeah I, I mean the really quick I just have to say this because I once had this guy from high school who I was like in love with and turned out like he was gay the whole time mm-hmm. and then we reconnected and he was like a psychopath but then he reconnected with me on Facebook and we started to talk and he acted like he literally treated me like a like a crazy boyfriend that like was in love with me but I didn't <laughs> like him but he was totally gay and I said t- and then I had to like like li- literally he started like stalking me and I stopped being friends with him uh-huh. and he went nuts and I was like I think he's a closet heterosexual like is that possible <laughs> i really think he just or he's like a latent homosexual heterosexual you know because i'm like right. he, wh- he's acting like he fucking likes me like it's not weird he's gay you know <laughs> so i was like yeah you know does yeah, that exist that, that kind of-
2: That opens up a whole can of worms, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering the situation I'm in, I guess it is a thing, even though most people probably don't even think about it.
3: Yeah. No, that's why I was like, oh, my God, I have to get you to call in like ASAP so we could talk about this because it's so fascinating to me. And like it turns out. So let's start with like your story, right? Like you always knew you were gay, right? And you came out, I think you said, when you were pretty young. But like to everybody, did you come out? Well, I I
2: didn't always know I was gay. I hear a lot of stories from people, you know, saying uh-huh. that they always thought they were a little bit different or something along those lines. I actually remember the exact moment when I kind of put all the pieces together, mm-hmm. and it's kind of you know the story of you know me and middle school Jim looking over at the guy sharing the locker next to me, and it just clicks
3: because he was and like, like oh, "Oh, really?" So, how old I, were you then, like middle school? I was, I was, I believe twelve. Okay. I should I should
2: preface it right now that I'm actually pretty young. I'm 22. Okay. Um so a lot of these events that kind of happened are all kind of smushed together on the timeline. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, so that was also around the same time when I started dating the girl that I dated for a while. It's my only, well it's my longest relationship I've ever had and it was the only long-term relationship I ever had with a girl and of course, you know, at that age it's kind of this high school romance kind of thing, right?
3: Mm-hmm. It, but it when was, you were was,
2: 12? Yeah, yeah. So and then you, you guess, said
3: you dated her for a couple of years. So did you guys ever right. have sex?
2: No, we didn't. Okay. Um. Yep. Yeah. So that was because I kind of realized at the same time that I met her, I never really pushed anything. I just kind of I don't know. Dealt with my feelings and tried to just keep pushing it off as long as I could. That, totally, and she would
3: probably just was like brat, and all of her friends. This is how dumb girls are. Like because I've been that dumb girl. Like she, she was probably bragging to all her friends. Like my guy is just like so nice. He doesn't even pressure me to have sex. And right, They were like, right. wow, he's so great. You're so lucky. I wish I could find a guy <laughs> right. like that. Because probably all their <laughs> boyfriends were like forcing them exactly. to fuck them without condoms. You know what I mean? And I think
2: <laughs> towards the end of the relationship, I think you know that was kind of the the breaking point. Because she started, I think, getting a little sick of it. And wanted to like push me a bit.
3: She was like, what was, "Yeah, what the hell's going on after a while? After, after four years, like, right?"
2: Exactly. And so, I mean, especially when you're going through that point in your life where you know hormones are kind of going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, she would expect, I, I would think, that at that point, you know, kind of come on, right? And I think it was that little bit of pressure where I kind of just in my head said, "Fuck it," I'm, I can't really put up with this anymore. And that was after four years.
3: Meaning Um, like you couldn't put up with the pressure that you would eventually have to have sex with her and you totally like couldn't do that because you knew you were gay?
2: Exactly. And that Mm -hmm. was around the time where I I started deciding that I was going to start coming out to people. Uh huh. Um, So that was kind of the age where all of it kind of, I don't know, I knew for a while at that point, obviously it had been four years that I've known. But that was kind of the point where I, I thought that, you know, I kind of have to get my shit together and kind of start doing something about it instead of just, you know, having all these feelings in my head that I don't really know what to do with them, that sort of thing. So it was kind of a I don't know if anything caused the breakup or vice versa or anything like that, but it just kind of lined up like that in the timeline.
3: Right. But let me ask you this, because I know, you know, I know where the story's going, that you eventually start right. sleeping with women because you want to. Like when you were fooling around with her then. Right. Because I'm assuming like how like what base did you go to with her? Like, I know you never fucked her, but like what did you oh. have oral sex with her and all that stuff?
2: No, I, I don't really. I don't. I, I'm kind of a I don't know. I'm misinformed because I don't really know what the bases are. I, okay. I heard that term. Oh um, maybe
3: cuz you're so young maybe you don't have bases anymore like I'm like, But I feel like everyone <laughs> everyone else knows it I think it just except me I've never So like really so like first base is kissing making out second base is feeling up a girl's shirt and touching her tits third base is fingering and I guess going down the guy's pants and a home run is like you guys fuck so I don't right. really know what oral sex is you know but yeah, like yeah. how far did you guys
2: go I think lightly brushing second plate
3: That's basically. it?
2: Basically, yeah. For yeah, four years? It. Exactly. It, it was kind of more of a glorified friendship, really. Right, right, right. Anything. Totally,
3: of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now um, when you went and felt her tits, right, or like, well, you just like, like, or when you would like make out with her and you guys, I'm sure you were like dry humping on some level, right? Like, was there any kind of turn on for you with women back then, even slightly?
2: Not really, no. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't recall that there was anything. It was kind of just... I don't know. I kind of felt just obligated to do it. <laughs> right, right, right. But
3: because you knew you were gay and you knew like that was just yeah. totally not for you. Now at that point, because like some guys have told me like they didn't start jerking off till they were like eighteen. Like, were you mm. like fully like jerking off at that point and like thinking about guys and like getting your, uh, yourself off sexually like with men behind your oh, back? Oh, yeah. Okay. At mm-hmm. that
2: point, I was definitely. I was. I was definitely very into it at that point
3: right right like after that time that you specifically remember now when you were looking at that guy was he like naked and changing in the locker room and that's when you got it or was it not even had to be that that you figured it out like
2: i think it was i think he was just without his shirt right Mm -hmm. you know at that point i all my friends were talking about you know how they had all these feelings for girls and all that and i was kind of like yeah yeah you know I, i whatever but it was kind of when I had that moment right then that I was like, "Oh, that's what they're talking about." That sort of thing. Right. And like I could totally relate at that point. And right. that's kind of when the pieces started coming together.
3: Right. And then you knew. But like when you was there that thing though that everybody says that like you knew something was kind of off or not not at all. Not really.
2: You know, right. uh, it's interesting you bring that up because I actually was I grew up in it, it was a Mormon town. It was oh, really? a very it was a. I wasn't Mormon myself. My parents just raised me there because of their job and real estate and all that jazz. Uh uh-huh. um, But I mean, I was surrounded by Mormon people, and it was it was a very conservative town. And it, you know, when people talk about gay people, then you know they would they would drop the fag bomb, all that stuff. It, you right. Know, they would drop all that. So to me, if you were gay, it was kind of. I mean, prior to me actually realizing it. Being gay was—you had to be very odd. You know, it was kind of an us versus them sort of thing,
3: right? Uh-huh. In my head, uh-huh. it,
2: and I didn't really actively think about gay people all that much. I just kind of had that mindset about it, right? Uh-huh. Um, so you know, even up to that point, I didn't really have a, a thought that something was a little weird because, I mean, I it would be I would be totally odd if I you know was identifying myself as gay that sort of thing right that makes sense
3: yeah no no totally so you break up with this girl do you break up with her i'm assuming or do you i guys do just... okay yes. you broke up with her and now like in the whole time that you were with her for those four years did you have mm-hmm. any like did you cheat on her like with a guy like making out with a guy or have any kind of sexual relationship with a guy or anything like that or were you fa- kind of quote-unquote faithful to her
2: i i was faithful to her the entire time yeah
3: Okay, because probably at that point, nobody even knew that you were gay. Like, had you kept it a secret to, you know... Yep. Okay. Exactly. When you break up with her, though, you start to think you're going to come out to people. Like, who do you start coming out to first?
2: So I had um, a close friend um, at the time. Actually, for the last two years of our relationship, I went to a different school than this girl.
3: Uh Um,
2: We went to middle school together, and then through high school, we went to different schools. Um, But at this new school that I was at... I was really good friends with this girl and her, um, I guess sister is the correct term was transgender. Uh-huh. Um, and so she was very, you know, open-minded, open-minded yeah, uh-huh. and that sort of stuff. So I kind of just told her and that it felt so good to do it, obviously, you know, at, after that point, after kind of everything I'd gone through, mm-hmm. it felt good saying it. And, you know, of course she was very accepting of it. And my school, the high school I went to was very small. It was about, 35 kids, my graduating class was. Um, so, it it kind of... I, I started telling select people. Mm-hmm. But um, by telling select people, it went around very fast. And before I knew it, it was... The entire school knew.
3: <laughs> and was it okay? Yeah. Like, were people pretty accepting of it?
2: Absolutely not. No. Oh. Um,
3: Who was the select people that you told that went and like told everybody else? I don't know because I...
2: You know the people I told. I guess the first round of people yeah. that found out, yeah, yeah. they were all very close to me, um, right. and I still consider them very good friends. But obviously, you know, one of them kind of let it slip—that right. sort of thing. Were they guys um,
3: or girls that you told? Or both? they were mostly
2: girls. Um, uh-huh. Actually, they were all girls. Yeah, Yeah,
3: girls talk. I, I hate to say. <laughs> that. I mean, we're I'm finding just like, that out now. Yeah. Yeah, gossip um, is uh, you know a big thing with girls. <laughs> right. You know, they think like they just and they don't even do it in a bad way, but they they right. do it. You know, they just go I, and tell somebody else, like and they say, well, don't tell anyone I'm telling you that, you know, but, it's like, but
2: it was it, I, I absolutely imagine it wasn't malicious at all. Yeah, I have no. no doubt that it wasn't. Right. Um, but it just it happened anyway. And mm-hmm. until my senior year of high school, I was kind of the outcast. At that point, did those girls
3: that you were friends with that you told and like, you, like, did they at least stay your friend? I'm assuming because you said they're still your friend to this day. Absolutely. Okay, yep, cool. So but everybody else was like freaked out. And like, because they were more or most of them Mormon.
2: Right? Yeah, that's that ended up being the case. And actually, that's how my parents actually ended up finding out because um, these kids told their parents and then these concerned parents now reached out to my parents.
3: Oh, my God.
2: And it was it was absolutely a mess. Um,
3: How did your parents react?
2: So both my parents, I would say, you know, relative to some of the horror stories I've heard, they're yeah. pretty good about it. My mom was definitely a lot more open to it. My uh-huh. dad was a, a bit awkward, still uh-huh. is to this day. Um, but I really, I couldn't ask for anything more um, because, you know, I'm still in contact with them every week even right. though we live far away from each other, it's, uh-huh. it's, it turned out okay. Right.
3: That's cool. So, but I mean, that's like a real shitty way for them to find out. I mean, like you oh. didn't like get to go and tell them like, they, like Absolutely. what did they come into your room one day and like, or you came home from school and they were like looking at you funny. Like, I mean, how did you that, find out that they knew?
2: That's exactly it. Um, I was actually just in my room one day Um and my mom walked in and she, she like obviously was crying. I remember it like it was yesterday, and she, you know, she she never she never cries, and right. so it. I I knew something. You know, I thought, oh my god, did someone die? Like that, you know, we're really close to or something. But she just, I guess she was just so emotional about it, more because she was concerned for me. She knew the situation I was in. You know, at school, um,
3: and in your whole town, of, she knew what kind of crazy exactly. people live there. She knew. And, She's yeah. like.
2: She she kind of was like, you're probably, she was telling me, she's like, you're probably, you know, kind of considered the outcast, aren't you? She figured it out.
3: Right. <laughs> and I think that's really hard for parents, even more so to just feel that your yeah. kid is going to be bullied and treated mm-hmm. poorly, you know, and it's just like uh, no right. parent wants that for their child.
2: Exactly. And I, I, I knew it it kind of hurt her, not because I was gay, but because, you know, there's a lot, there's kind of a lot of new risks associated with it. You have I mean, the one thing that people—my mom was also concerned with—is you know the whole HIV/AIDS thing because uh-huh. when she was growing up, that was a big thing, and she actually lost a friend to AIDS. Right. So she um, had a
3: personal so, sort of she, she, thing yeah that happened was, to her, right?
2: So she had a bunch of things going on in her mind, and she told my dad. I didn't tell him. I didn't think I could do it because this all happened so fast for me, uh-huh. um, without you know, without me wanting to. Yeah, you had no control of it. Initiate it. So she told him. And he was, again, he was a bit weird about it, but he, he was fine.
3: Okay. So your dad was like, he was just a kind of awkward and still is to this day. But like, you know, what grade were you in at that point? Like how many more years did you have to be in that school with those people that like Um, couldn't, you know, were horrified by you? uh,
1: mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.
2: So that was when that all happened, I was 16. So mm-hmm. that must have been 10th grade, I believe. Right. Um, And so, uh, you know, I had about two more years left.
3: Mm-hmm. And so, did you have any guy friends at that time? Uh, were there anybody really, else in actually. your? I mean, I'm assuming. I'm thinking probably there were no. There was no gay people or openly gay people in your your school at that point. Were there? Like, did you get the, any support? The,
2: the weird thing was is that the valedictorian, actually, of my high school class was gay. But it was weird with him. No one really seemed to care about him.
3: That um, is weird. How come? I think
2: a lot of it was because he kind of had the charming personality. He was he was on a TV show. Oh, know, really? Sort of. And I was just kind of the weird, awkward nerd. And I, maybe it was easier to pick on me than him. You but know. Let he, me ask he, you
3: this: Did he come to you and say, "Like, listen, like, you know, like, did he bond with you at all?" Considering you oh were God, the only no, other no. person? No, we
2: we were about in that class or in yeah in that high school. We were about as far apart from each other as we could be. And I I wanted it to be that way
3: because um, he was like uh, a he, popular he, person. He, and you were, he and could, like I, don't know. I had a
2: feeling he could not relate to me at all. Really, he kind of he was the teacher's pet. He you know he he came from a very rich family he uh-huh. he kind of seemed to have everything and i don't know and everyone seemed to love him so i didn't i didn't feel like i could relate to him at all and of course all my friends were like oh my god you should you know you know you should be like partners with each other you know, all that jazz but i wasn't having it i did, i really did not yeah you know so talk high school all. is
3: just like a <laughs> fucked up like reality. You know what I mean? Like it really you know, is. It's so bizarre and it's so sad when you hear about people who in high school like have situations like you had and then they wind up killing themselves. It's like I wish somebody would Absolutely. tell people that high school means nothing like you, your whole in your whole life that ha- your life starts when you leave high school you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with anything in your life moving forward you don't remember Absolutely. half of it you know what i mean but and and in high school things and the way people are popular or not popular and judge it's all backwards none of it is like Reality of what it's going to be like You know out in the real world you know exactly. I live in New York City and I think it's filled With people that felt odd In their high. you know and like Those kind of people could wind up coming to New York And be like, like Normal people that are accepted for all the things That people in high school hate and it's just so sad That you know, like like I said, that people like fucking off themselves because in high school mm-hmm. maybe they were unique and different and and would have been amazing in real life, but in high school, people look down on things like that, and it's just exactly. a really sick, twisted place. I don't know. High
2: school, high school is kind of what started my whole depression thing that I continue to have to this day. It really fucked well, me of, up. I'm course, not going to lie. Of course, of yeah. course.
3: I mean, to be. Like an outcast for being just you. I mean, that's just who you were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's nothing wrong with being gay. It's just a, a part. It's like saying you know, everyone hating you because you have brown hair, you know, it's just, a. it's so sick. And then to, you know, to have everybody turn on you the whole school and to know your business and have it done without you even having to do it. Like, oh, yeah. How could that not be depressed? Exactly.
2: Yeah. And the only thing that really kept me through, because I did counseling. I did that during high school after Mm -hmm. I came out. My parents found out they set me up with it. It didn't really help me. And really the only thing that I would say kind of helped me through that is that I knew when I graduated, it would I would be able to leave and exactly
3: that's what start I start mean. my it's, whole
2: new life. Yeah, that's and, what I
3: mean. You just have to wait it out, like you know what I mean. You just have to wait it out mm-hmm. and get the fuck out of that school and out and, of that town and get as far away yep. as possible. And you'll and, it'll be a totally different world.
2: And high school graduation, I would say, was probably one of the best days in my life because <laughs> I, I knew imagine. at that point <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was done.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know, it's like that little town that you're in and all that. It's like none of it means anything. And it's but, you know, unfortunately, like you said, like, you know, that like you're not really even that far out of high school too, anyway in your life. even You're only 22, like in yep. 10 years, you'll be even farther from it. Like you will eventually exactly. get away from that bullshit, you know, that stuck to you there that Mm -hmm. made you so depressed all that sort of judgment and um, uh, you know against you for nothing uh, will go away because you know it's yeah. ridiculous and you live in a much better time now that it's a like a more accepted I think being gay than ever but yet you were in you unfortunately were in like that Mormon place so it was like I got you the might shit of well, the deal yeah. yeah you might as well have been gay in like 1982 you know what I exactly, mean exactly yeah this is like you're lucky you had that tra- friend that had a transgender did she live in your town in the Mormon town too
2: she did yes wow so I mean at At the school of our size, we would have run into each other at some point. But I'm just happy there was a person there, period. Yeah,
3: exactly. I could
2: kind of have that connection with in the first place.
3: Right, because that fucking valedictorian wasn't any help. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So anyway, so now where do you get your first boyfriend? So that happened
2: my freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well... In my email, I mentioned something that happened before that. And i, I it was one of those situations, because this is after I broke up with my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so going back to when I was 16, um, it was kind of one of those things where I think we had different terms of what our relationship were. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something a lot more serious than he did, obviously. Um, and this is kind of where the whole fiasco started, because this is the first time I actually felt you know, quote, unquote, love with someone. Yeah. Uh, um, I had this really, really deep connection with him. And, you know, I was I was actually gone for a summer. Um, It was about two months, I think. And when I came back, you know, him thinking that we were just kind of fuck buddies at that point, he's like, oh, I uh, when you were gone, I I slept with a girl. And this is kind of where everything starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, so he he never identified as bi or anything. I you know I actually still talked to him. I actually just had beer with him the other day. It's funny, uh-huh. he stayed in touch. Um, no, he he's, identifies as gay. Always has. Um, but he just kind of had this. Well, what happened is that someone he was close friends with. I guess that was kind of what the extent he told me was. Um, just kind of asked him if he'd be open to trying it, and he he uh, kind of declined a few times, and they gave in. And then he tried it. And of course, to me, at this point, I was absolutely traumatized. I was He kept going on about this story and telling me every single detail. And I'm just, you know, in a fetal position in the corner. <laughs> listening to all. he had sex with her. He did, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And he was um, giving you all the details. He was giving me Why all the people details. people do shit like that? I just don't
2: I, understand I really it. don't know. Um, but, you know, obviously, he didn't really see me as a relationship, you know, he didn't see our relationship as... Something serious, so he just thought it was kind of tell your best friend, you know how how you enjoyed the last movie you saw. It was just very casual, was very you know blah how blah blah. How long were you and dating
3: him at the time?
2: It wasn't long. It right. was like two months at that point, but okay. you know it's it's young love and
3: right, right 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 right. And you thought right. it was the first time that you were like really felt like something was serious with somebody. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So he kind of went into this detail and he described it, and I remember he just said. Eh, it was okay. <laughs> and I think that was just enough approval that it just, it really fucked me up. I, I was like, how, how dare he, you know, not only cheat, you know, quote, cheat on me, yeah. but he cheated on me with a girl. And I'm like, oh my God, am I that bad? You know, I turned into the teenage girl at that point. And right. I was like, oh my God, what does, what does this mean? You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it really fucked me up. I, I, I didn't know what to think. I. I was really, really depressed after that. And it wasn't just because he slept with someone else. It was the fact that it was a girl. That was the part that really threw me.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I was going to say, like, I mean, cheating is bad enough. But, like, is it worse that it's another girl? So, really, like, if he would have told you, oh, I fucked another guy, would that have bothered you? Was he your first guy that you lost your virginity to, by the way? He was, yes. Okay.
2: Um, I think if he did that, I still would have been upset. But I wouldn't have been, like... Inoperable, like I was. I, I couldn't do anything, I felt like. And why I was just do you crushed? Think, right,
3: right. And why? Because, like, the girl thing, was it because it was also like he had lied to you about being gay and, like, he obviously maybe was bi or, like, what do you think it was about the fact that it was a girl that was, like, 10 times worse than if it was just cheating with a guy?
2: You know, I, I really don't know. It could have been the kind of maybe betrayal I felt. Mm hmm. Um, at that time, I was very kind of into the whole gay politics thing, um, and so maybe I, I kind of was thinking at that point that I—I uh, I don't know—it was like kind of bad for the movement. <laughs> and right. My my view on politics has shifted a lot. We can get into that later, but uh-huh. it it it—I don't know. It, I really don't know
3: it, Maybe it seems it so like you felt like who is this person because like i mean exactly that's like a, it's like a when someone it's like a it's a shock enough that someone cheated on you but like when it's something that like you would never even believe it's like it really is like the rug is pulled from underneath you it's like it's right. a it's a, not just upsetting it's like a, a real bad shock i think probably i think
2: it's i think it could be compared to like if You know, a wife found out that her husband was sleeping with a man for the past year. You know, she probably doesn't really know, like, who he is anymore.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's like, it's like, you're like, who the fuck are you? Like, uh, like, it's not just, oh, they cheated. It's like, you didn't even know who you were with. It's like a whole nother level kind of a thing.
2: Exactly. And, you know, it just, it really fucked me up for a long time until, I guess, somewhat recently. But it was a grudge that I felt for a long time. And I, you know, immediately stopped talking to him. And that was basically the end of that
3: well was he kind of like why the hell are you so upset <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah he was
3: he was <laughs> um,
2: i just remember i don't remember the exact things he said but i just remember he came off as a very well if you don't want to talk to me to me anymore so be it he, he kind of had a very attitude
3: right well listen he told you in the same kind of with the same kind of flippant attitude right like the fact that he told you meant that he didn't think it was that big of a deal or would hurt you it wasn't like a big deal to him right Mm -hmm. it was very
2: flippant it was kind of uh you know he probably didn't see me as anything more than a fuck buddy anyway so yeah that's probably
3: really hard to handle too though don't you think it was probably a combination of yeah, things yeah, at that point. Yeah. So you're super depressed. He dumps you. I mean, you're not having a <laughs> yeah. good life at this point. You finally graduate no. high school, right? Because you had graduated already at this point.
1: Or no. no? Was, this oh, okay. Was when this I was is 16. all. All oh,
3: right. So you're right. Sixteen. So you're still in high school. So he. So then, what happens?
2: Um. Nothing really happened. Actually, I I didn't date anyone. My town was too tiny. He was yeah. like, probably the only shot I ever had. Uh huh. <laughs> um. But. I didn't I didn't do anything. I didn't sleep with anyone else and it was just kind of boring, nerdy me focusing on my studies and right. that that was the end of that until I graduated and went to college. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, then I then I went to college. Um I moved away, obviously, and that's it wasn't long after I started until I kind of had my first serious relationship with someone who kind of felt the same way back. Right. Um so I'm trying to think. I I think all the relationships I've started have been through online dating. Uh Uh-huh. It seems kind of the only way. (laughs) And I think that's just the way.
3: Yeah, but I think that's just the way that it happens nowadays anyway. It's so easy. in the
2: gay world. Totally. It's kind of, it kind of has to be that way. I mean, especially for me at this point when, you know, I'm not, I can't go to bars or anything like that. Um, How come? So. Well, because I'm underage, I was 18. Oh, at
3: that time, right? I'm thinking you're 20. Yep. right. Okay. Uh huh.
2: So I was 18 when I first started dating him, and it wasn't very. Again, it wasn't very long. This was this was actually the longest one I've had, and it was mm-hmm. about five months, I think. Um, so again, it wasn't very long, and I actually broke off this one. Um, this one, it's it kind of it was kind of vanilla. It was very boring, um, but we just he wasn't in college, I was. Um, He was two years older than me. It was kind of, it was boring, but he ended up being a complete psychopath. And that's what really drove me away. I remember the night I broke up with him, he tried to kill himself.
3: Oh, God. Did, yeah. he, so, I mean, like, did he tell you about like, was it like a cry for help or a way to try his, to get you back? His, or did he his really? His parents try? told me or his oh, mom told me. Okay. So he was yeah. a little mentally unstable.
2: <laughs> he was a little. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, ironically enough, not two months after I broke up with him, he found someone else. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but it I don't really know. I think that I don't really know if anything significant came out of that relationship. I was still kind of fucked up about the whole my first guy sleeping with the girl, that sort of thing. I was still a little fucked up from that Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, my opinion of gay guys sleeping with women. I was absolutely, like, disgusted by it, Right. that sort of thing. Um, And I don't think, I think that was the last relationship I had for another two years after that. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It really started getting interesting two years after that, so I was 20, and this is when the whole curiosity kind of started coming up. Um, my first guy actually reached out to me through Facebook and he, he kind of wanted to just let me know or ask me how I was doing. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't very pleased to hear with him, hear from him. Wait, which guy
3: would you say the first guy, the guy from high school that fucked the girl or, okay, okay, cool.
2: So he, he, what, I guess he, I don't know why he did it. Um, but he reached out to me and Mm -hmm. we just started talking. Um, I didn't bring up the issue. I was kind of still, you know, very sensitive about it. Um, Even at this point, four years later, but I should have, I should have been over it at that point anyway, but I I wasn't. Um, And we started talking and it was just kind of generic chit chat. It wasn't anything sexual. It was just about our daily lives, I guess. Um, But after, after maybe a month or so of talking, I, that thoughts of him fucking a girl kind of. I don't know. It seemed less weird, maybe because I thought about it way too much at that point. It was almost like normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it kind of, it wasn't as much of a like anything disgusting anymore. I wouldn't say it was very, much of a turn on, but I didn't really seem to care about it at that, at that point.
3: Okay, finally, right? That must have felt good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
2: know? no. I, it, it, it had been enough time, really. Right. Um, but... I guess kind of my, I don't know how it happened or when it happened, but my neutral thoughts about it kind of turned into something a little bit more sexual because I, I don't know. I think I did a bit of research about like, I wonder if anyone else kind of had a similar story, you know, yeah. if they'd been gay and then they started sleeping with women. And I think I mentioned my email. I just saw a few like stupid vice articles and uh-huh. like, so, and most of it to this day, I think, is very fantasy-ish, mostly written by women that kind of want to sleep with gay men and like convert them. That whole thing. Mm-hmm, right. um, so it ended up being just a lot of fantasy stuff and nothing really substantial. And that's kind of how it is still to this day. And it's kind of why I wanted to vent a bit because I don't think there's anyone out there like me. Sometimes it, it just it's so it's such a weird situation to be in. And
3: but when you go googling, because I'm assuming maybe you have, like, have you ever have besides these Vice articles, right? Have are there any yep. forums or anything out there for people like in your? I should introduce you to my friend, my crazy friend from <laughs> high school, though. your psychopath friend. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 he's I, mentally, mentally unstable too. Them, he'll so date you. <laughs> yeah, he'll date you and then fuck a girl behind your back or try to kill exactly. himself. He's messed up too. <laughs> the
2: combo of all of them. Why not?
3: Yeah, totally.
2: Um, but I I know. Well, there's a couple things I found there was there are a couple forums out there where, you know, someone asks, has any gay guys left with the women, blah, blah, blah. And the people that respond usually say, yeah, before I came out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that doesn't then, count. That's why I wanted exactly. to know if you
3: fucked your girlfriend, because exactly. I, I thought it wouldn't be as interesting if you had never fucked one. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And
2: more interestingly, though, that kind of it was probably what made it more sexual to me is that there are I don't know if you realize this about gay porn. But there are a lot of people in gay porn that are actually straight, but they get paid a lot of money to do it. Right? You know, gay gay for pay—that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But there's actually—I don't know if it's there. There's actually a backwards to it that is only—it's rarely, rarely ever done. But it's kind of straight for pay, I guess. But there are gay porn actors who fuck women in these straight porn scenes. Now, whether they're actually straight or sorry, whether they're actually gay or not—that's a whole other thing. But or by kind of or
3: however they might sort of label themselves right.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there are those things out there, and I think that's when I kind of started getting... It started making kind of that... Had that sexual connection in my head.
3: What, because you found, like... Did you come across, like, some sort of porn where there was a gay guy fucking a girl, and you kind of got a little turned on? Is that how it started? There was There was a gay
2: porn star, and he was gay, I believe. I mean, he's done you know, a million gay porn scenes and only one straight scene ever. Right. So I kind of assume he's gay, but I, you know, I, I found his gay porn at first and I thought it was, you know, really hot. I thought he was really attractive, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then he did the straight scene and then I thought that was even hotter for some reason. I don't know if it was like the fantasy of it being a, I, I don't know what it was really. It doesn't make sense. You know, how, however I try to rationalize it in my head. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense, but that's when I kind of started, you know, making, having these thoughts about, well, maybe, you know, I should do this now and right. all that.
3: But Let me ask you this. And this is like jumping ahead and I don't almost, I don't know okay. if I should, but like, have you fucked a girl? Like, have you, I feel like I've said fuck a lot in this conversation. <laughs> have you had sex with a woman? Yep, Two. Okay. All right. So eventually yep. we do get to that place. So We, we do
2: get to that point. Okay. Yeah. So
3: you're jerking off like you're seeing this now and like it does that become confusing for you as a gay man? Or Oh my are, god, it's
2: it's still confusing to this day. I was I didn't know what to think of it at this point. I thought maybe it was just me just looking at the guy and yeah 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 you know completely blocking out the girl and maybe that's what I thought it was hot
3: but right and then when did time- you realize like oh I kind of like the tits and the at like when did that start to sort of occur to you <sighs> it was it-
2: it wasn't long after, in maybe a month or so when I kind of made the connection where, you know, I was I was watching the porn you know on full screen and I had my eyes just fully locked on her. And I'm like, ah oh, fuck. OK, where, what you know, what situation am I in now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and oh it, especially God. it's
2: one of those things. I'm sure you've heard of it. Like after guys come, you know, they kind of have this. Oh, my God, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Where, always, I always so, say it's like you're you
3: drunk know, and then you're like sober.
2: You can only imagine what it was at that point, you know, when I'm, you know, completely done and everything. I'm looking at the screen I'm like, oh, my God, you know, what the hell is happening?
3: Yeah, that right. freaked you out, right? I don't know if freaking out is the right
2: term, but it was it was it was very odd. I didn't know what to think of it. I didn't really have any words for it. OK, it was weird, but I knew I knew that had something sexually arousing for me. That's all I really knew.
3: Right. And then yep. I'm assuming you just kept jerking off to it, maybe more and more. Like, when did it... Right. Now, did you talk to any of your gay friends about it? Um, well, later on, actually,
2: not not too long ago, really, the only person I've ever talked about it to face-to-face is one of my friends. And she said to me, I, I don't really have too many friends that are gay that I know of. <laughs> I mean, they could be for all yeah, I know, yeah. but... Um, I talked to her about it because she started bringing up the idea. She started it. She was talking about how she was always interested in, you know, being with a woman. And I, we never we never talk sexual to each other. So I thought it was a little weird she was bringing it up. But I'm like, you know, the hell with it. I'll talk about my thing, too, while we're at it. Yeah. Uh, and so I brought it up with her. And her only <laughs> the only thing she said to me was, no, don't do it. Stick to guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, uh, well, now I'm like, oh God, is like, is she like only friends with me because I'm gay and she oh, wants to right. like, take me shopping? Yeah. So I, I didn't, I wasn't very satisfied about her response. Yeah, to no, it. she didn't and
3: even. She, didn't, she wasn't even. She totally.
2: Idiot. She was like, don't do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, so, that's so weird because she, she should have been like, oh my God, let's do it together. Like, I mean, that should have <laughs> right. been. She's wanted to be with a girl too. She should have been. I totally <laughs> understand.
2: Oh, yeah, no, but she's like, no, God, oh, God, no, don't. Yeah, so I, I wasn't very happy about that. Um, right. But and I think that's kind of what fueled my, I don't know, discontent with it all, because now, it, you know, I guess we're kind of skipping forward a bit, but I guess it ties into it. The The main issue I have with this whole situation that is is that everyone's very dismissive about it. Um, it, it seems like no one wants to talk about it. It's only hot if a straight guy goes gay. The other way around, it's absolutely awful. That seems to be the general consensus. I remember... Well, look,
3: you even... Think about it. You even, when it happened to... Well, I mean, it was your boyfriend, right? But, like, you... Like, and I don't know if you had this, like, sort of, because you said you were, like, into the politics of everything and, like, but you were very anti-gay men being with women for a very long right. time, too, right? right? And do you yeah. think that that 100% stemmed from what happened to you or it was just, like, magnified because of what happened to you? I don't I, – I
2: think if it didn't happen to me, I would have been a little bit – you know, I can't say for sure, but I think I would have been a little bit more – whatever about it because i don't think it happens too often
3: uh-huh right i wonder I, think, I want people to email me if it, other people oh yeah Report th- it to me because i'm curious. listen now. i mean there are a lot of people that sort of are bi and like yeah. you know claim to be bi and know that they're bi and that would be you know and i think that there's different variations of that you know what i mean like i had a guy but, on recently who was totally straight but his wife was like fucking him in the ass a lot and then he's like maybe mm-hmm. I'll have a transgender with a dick I'm like do you think maybe like you're bi you know and I think <laughs> right. towards the end I kind of but- talked him into sort of thinking like yeah he probably is but maybe just like 90 10 you know as far as percentages I'm,
2: the thing is though about that is I'm convinced from my experience that yeah. 90 probably 95% of bi men are they have relationships with women and then occasional sex with men not the other way around I can never see myself being in a relationship with a woman
3: right yeah no no listen i I think when you say listen i think the difference between identifying as bisexual or gay the difference is like when you're saying bisexual like say a heterosexual like say a guy is saying i'm bi right he's saying like (laughs) i'm straight And I have really right. You're like, I have relationships with women, but I just have sex with guys. And then gay guys say I'm gay. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. Like what would a gay guy be considered that? Like he'd be bi too. But yet you, like you say, mostly if you hear a guy says he's bi, it's, he's, you know, having relationships with women. Exactly.
2: That's, that's the only, I mean, I have to give some leeway for the people I've never met, but then those are the only people I've ever met. It's, only that situation I've ever, ever come across.
3: Right, but there's got to be some guys mm. out there that oh, are I'm like, sure. oh, no, but I mean, that would be like I'm bi and I'm also like I date women, I date men, like, I, right? Like, I don't know.
2: I haven't had... There has to be. There has to be, but it, I think it, it it's in the minority.
3: Right, it's a little bit the, more the rare. The vast
2: minority, yeah.
3: Right, now, do you, so you start, let's get back to your story, though. So, like, you, okay. so, like how do you meet the first girl? Or, like, when does it become a thing that you're like, I want to actually go Experience this in real life? So
2: it, it, I kind of I'm embarrassed when I think about it going back, but the way I, I met the first girls, actually, one of my hookups prior to this, yeah it was actually a married man uh-huh. who identified as bi, you know, was married. He usually only had sex with women, but I guess he had me on the side.
3: Yeah. I've had those um, on my show many times. Whether <laughs> yeah,
2: whether whether that serves as a you know a moral dilemma for me, eh, I don't know. It I didn't really care and I still really don't. Oh, you mean um, that he
3: was married and you were like the yeah, person? Okay, yeah, yeah. We don't I, need I feel to kind get into that of
2: shitty that it does yeah, but whatever. Um, but you know, he I, I kind of brought this well, actually I did bring it up to him that I was interested. So I guess I was wrong when I said I'd only talk about it face to face. But I I brought it up with him and he said he'd be interested in doing two guys and a girl. And he said that maybe that would be a bit of an easier transition if I wanted to explore
0: that. that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So I you know, kind of hold your hand and your dick at the same time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Through the process.
2: So, I mean, he's like, go ahead, go on Craigslist and post an ad. Um, and so I did. And I, you know, put both my, both our pictures up on it. And after, you know, how old was this guy? Oh my God, he was a lot older. Um,
3: like forties, fifties.
2: Uh I think like late thirties.
3: Okay, good-looking guy. Uh, what do you consider <laughs> like? Because I know I you do the one, to one to, to the 10. one to ten.
2: Yeah. yeah. What do you consider the average to be? Like, uh, where do you set the average?
3: What do you mean, like a an average, like a good-looking average, or an like a regular person that's not good-looking average? I don't know. Like to me, like uh, a good-looking person. Okay average is normally most people say like they're like sixes you know okay
2: i'll i'll put him at like a six and a half seven maybe okay so he's kind of good looking he's pretty he's a he's pretty good i think i yeah, maybe seven an a average. lot of people, right okay. um but so i put the ad out put both of our pictures and after 200 spam bots later yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah i got i got a response from a real a girl, girl. a real girl i want <laughs> and, her on
3: my show <laughs> go on
2: to, oh god i've i've Cut off contact. Yeah, no, no, no I'm thing. just joking. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Um. So she responded saying she was interested. It was kind of her fantasy. So I'm like, perfect. This this works out great for everyone. Um. I gave her my phone number. I told the guy. And he was like, great. You know, talk to her a bit. See if you know, kind of vet her. I guess is.
3: <laughs> yeah. The,
2: the right way to say it. But um. Yeah. So we started talking. She gave me pictures. I. Oof, what about harder scale I, of one I, to
3: ten? I, oh God. Was um, she like a four? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's probably um, nice. Oh, you're kidding! Why? Like, what uh, was so bad about her? Like, everything, well, face, body, everything was anything okay? She she had a nice face. Okay. Oh, uh, was the body was she like too very big maybe? And you don't. Yeah, like that? yeah,
2: um, yeah. She was she was probably you know five four and over two eighty.
3: So she was a BBW. But- that's what they call them. Yeah,
2: I, you know, I'm, I'm still learning, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, you know, the hell of it anyway. I, I like this guy that, you know, I'm doing this with. So, I mean, if I have any issues getting aroused by it, at least he's there.
3: And so um, did he go for it too? Did he say, okay, that's okay? I, at this point,
2: I hadn't sent him the pictures of her yet. <laughs> um, this was kind of still in the preliminary stages of it all. But one night, you know, we weren't yet, we hadn't been talking that long. One night she said, I, what'd she say? She said, "I'd I'd rather do it with one of you first, so I don't get intimidated." I think that's like something along the line she said.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So. Oh, you know, now I point, see like, where this
3: is going. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. So at this point, I'm like, "Oh fuck, what do I do?" <laughs> um, and she lives, you know, like an hour from me. Uh huh. So she was basically giving me the whole like, "Hey, I'm alone. Come over," sort of thing. Um and i i did i was like you know this i'm probably i don't know if i'm ever going to get this opportunity again if i don't get hard then oh well i guess you know it's not the end of the world i don't really know her she doesn't know any of my friends it's it won't be the end of it'll probably be embarrassing yeah but so i i kind of just said to hell with it and I, i i did it i went i went over there and yeah you know it wasn't I don't think she was the most aesthetically pleasing.
3: Was person. she prettier in person? Was she better in person, or just as the same in person? No, let's just.
2: She took very strategic pictures.
3: Oh, uh, she was worse in person. Okay. I know.
2: Gosh, she would murder me if she knew who I was. But, um, right. But you know, she she had this you know fetish for two guys and a girl, and we you know she was she was very nice personality wise. She was a very nice. Person.
3: And she had a pretty face.
2: Yes. Okay. So, we we sat on the couch we like talked just about you know shit whatever for about an hour and then she kind of you know pushed it because i was too much of a pussy to do so and she put up porn you know threesome porn two guys and a girl that sort of thing and i think that got me just hard enough to start the whole process Yeah, you know, she she gave me a blow job it was okay i still think guys do it better uh-huh. that's another that's another topic because I know you had some person that called it and they completely disagreed, but whatever. Um, yeah, she, we, she did that. I was like, you know, half hard at this point. Um, but we went back to the bedroom, and as soon as you know I started fucking her, it it was awesome. It felt amazing.
3: You mean for and- like it should be inside a vagina? It was more like that, like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and I. Didn't even really care at that point. You know, I didn't, I wasn't closing my eyes and thinking about anyone else or anything. And I, I, I came twice, actually. Wow. So I, you know,
3: it wasn't just kind of a. Maybe you also like are, you know, are a chubby chaser. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know.
3: <laughs> there's nothing wrong but, with that. Okay. So I know there's,
2: I know there's not.
3: But, <laughs> so you're, you I, fucked her and came twice. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, and you had a good and, time and from
2: from what I can tell, I don't know if she was faking it or not, but you know i she came too like halfway through my first time, and it was it was really good, I really enjoyed it, and, right, you know, I did have that moment after the second time I came, because after the first time I came, I was like, "No hell, I'm going to go again, yeah, why not yeah it, and after the second time, that's when I started thinking. Oh, God, you know, am I actually gay? Am I bi? Do I really want to do this anymore? You know, all the doubts start setting in. Yeah. But in general, I, I left and I didn't really have too many regrets or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of, yeah, it was just another experience, I guess. And that was
3: that. Yeah. And so did you tell anybody? Did you tell anybody about it? Did you, what about the guy who was supposed to be there with you?
2: I I never told the guy and... I just kind of, I guess I gave him the impression that she just kind of Blew flaked out on right, us. Right, right. And he probably yeah. believed it.
3: Now, did you see her ever again?
2: No. No. I haven't even talked to her ever again after that. Really?
3: How come? Nope. Was it because you guys just lost touch? Did she never con- try to contact you? You never uh, tried to contact she, her?
2: She's never tried to contact me. So right.
3: I, I can I can take a hint and, you know, whatever. Okay. Well, maybe she was waiting for you to contact. Did you contact her and she just never responded? I didn't either. No. Oh, okay. Um, she probably I, I wanted don't... you, and would say the same thing. I mean, did you think she was yeah. like rejecting you that you didn't hear from her? I, she
2: seemed. She seemed pretty. You know, she didn't want to kick me out after we were done. She didn't seem to mind, you know, me being there. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think she completely wanted to never see, you know, she could have maybe waited, been waiting for me to.
3: No, I'm saying, cause you said, again. no, she never wanted to. Like did, I'm saying, did you feel like when you didn't hear from her afterwards, you know, like a couple days goes by a week and you know, like, did you think, Oh, yeah. she probably wasn't into me. I,
2: I don't think I ever had the thought that she okay. wasn't into me given okay. the experience. I just, I don't know if it was like, I had a lot going
3: on. I just kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, I just want to really make sure you anymore. didn't have like a yeah, a shit. yeah, it wasn't like a weird thing. Okay, so you guys right. never talked again, and so right. and then how do you wind up with the second girl? You said you did it twice.
2: So the second one was Tinder, uh-huh. which is kind of the go-to, I guess, yeah. nowadays. Um, it was, it was very. I was twenty-one at this point, so it was. Um, actually, I yeah, I just turned twenty-one at this point, so I was able, you know, go out drinking. Yeah, I, you know. We'd matched, we'd go out to drink, and it was kind of a hookup thing from the first, from kind of the get-go. We knew it was going to be a hookup sort of situation. And now, well, how
3: hot was she? Please tell me she was like, you know, more than a Oh, four. she was my age. Okay, no. <laughs> she, and she, was she good
2: looking? Yeah, she was. She was, okay. you know, the, the sorority girl, you know, with all, you know, all that jazz, uh-huh. wearing a shirt, Cali girl, that sort of thing. Right, right, right. Um,
3: Did uh, she know but, you were gay?
2: Nope. Okay. She, well, the so, the first woman, I think she thought I was bi, probably. Okay. Um, but this girl just completely assumed I was straight, I think. Okay, cool. And so, it, that that one was, I don't know. It, it was kind of uneventful, I guess, because I'm trying to rack my brain for, like, details about it. But it was just kind of really... It was just a hookup. It, it was just a hookup, yeah. It was, uh-huh. it was very quick. It was just, you know, she went back to her place, we went back to her place, and... It's very quick, <laughs> right? As much as I don't don't like saying that, isn't once. it so
3: interesting that like you almost kind of enjoyed yourself more with the big girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: Before I remember more details, yeah. I remember More details about it, at least. Yeah, it was um, great.
3: You fucked her twice. You came twice, and you was like this. This uh, one was like so, but it was okay. Like you got off. Like you came. It was the same right. thing. Okay.
2: Yeah. It It took a little bit of time at the beginning, like the first one did, but I I don't know if it was because I was like mentally like weirded not weirded out but like i don't know it it seemed a little foreign to me i guess maybe that kind of psyched me out a bit because it definitely wasn't anything unattractive about it because
1: i thought the whole like scenario was hot ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.
2: Yeah. So I should have I should have been able to like, you know, get hard and going right there, but I think my mind was kind of holding me back. But overall, both situations, I've definitely I definitely got off on it.
3: Right, right. right. And then you, yep. did you ever see her again or did the same thing? Just like a one night uh, thing? We,
2: we, we talked a bit afterwards, but we never hung out again.
3: And so, but where are you at now? Like you, this is confusing to you, right? Like, I mean. I, I've come to terms with it, I guess.
2: I, I don't really know what to think of it. I don't know if it's like a phase. I, I don't think it is a phase, but it's, it's just kind of how it is for me now.
3: Okay, but like when you meet guy, like where do you where does it stand as far as like like or where do you stand like with your dating life like right now like are you dating somebody? well, okay, so the first
2: the first woman, <laughs> um, which this is kind of um I guess weird to admit, but this was after a guy I started dating he was he was the second person I ever seriously dated after the guy that tried to kill himself yeah um he i I mentioned it to him. Yeah, you know, I was like, you know, I'm like, what do you, what do you think about this? And he, I don't think, I think that's kind of what started to break us up because I think he thought it was a little weird. Um, you know, is he really gay? That sort of thing that maybe I had when I was with the guy when I was yeah, 16, I think know? that
3: would freak so, somebody out. I think it's I, the never, same thing I never, I never with men. Say that again. I think it's the same thing with women with men. You know what I mean? If somebody yeah. says, you know, you just always get exactly. nervous. Like you got to be nervous enough that they're going to leave you for, you know, somebody exactly. regular. But then if you add the rest of the population now, it's like 100 percent of people they could fuck. You know what I mean? Right. And
2: so, I mean, I never because I, at that point I hadn't done it with anyone or with any chick at least at that point. Yeah. So it was just kind of a fleeting thought. And I, I don't I never said that I had done anything. And so I was faithful to him, but I think that thought that I had that I you know told him about, weirded him out enough to end that relationship. Um,
3: that it's second guy in your head, right? Yeah,
2: you're right. I, I dated a guy immediately after that, and immediately actually, after
3: what? That guy or, or this girl? Sorry,
2: not not immediately. Sorry, it was it started maybe. This was around when I started when I fucked the Tinder girl.
3: Okay, so so we're back to the present day. So, so right after you fuck the Tinder girl, you start dating a guy.
2: Well, this is actually right around. It's kind of I don't know which one happened first. But yeah, around but the same around the same, same
3: time. Yeah, go on.
2: I I kept it. I kept it. Or I should say I didn't tell this other guy. Um, uh-huh. Uh For a very good reason, because I, you I mean he was basically everything I was looking for in a guy. I didn't want to sacrifice that. And so I mean I did it. I must have been with him before i fucked this girl because i think i had an active thought that i was cheating on him and that weirded me out but i i didn't tell him and i kind of kept it behind his back and i mean last week we actually broke up so it doesn't really matter in the end but
3: wait so um, you did you cheated on him with a girl yeah this was i must have started dating him like do you still have a therapist (laughs) <laughs> do I, it
2: you is say, kind of. Do, it,
3: you, you still have a therapist. It's kind of interesting no. that, like, you had this thing happen to you that was so I know, devastating, I know. right? To the, and I'm then kind of making the connection now as I re, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Duh, you go and relive out the whole scenario as that guy.
2: I yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of putting that together now.
3: You never put that together before.
2: No, I haven't.
3: Oh, that's so interesting. I mean, it's so obvious. It's, you know, but yeah, <laughs> it that it really is obvious now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so because you were dating somebody, right? Yeah. And you fucked another girl behind his back. You just didn't yep. tell him.
2: It's identical. It's identical. It's like, to backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You need to You're go like- back into therapy. I wonder <laughs> like if it's like because it's so interesting to me, like, you know, like, you know. OK, so let me just ask you this. Like now that like y- you guys broke up, right? Do you break up with him, or did like it didn't break up because of the girl? Because he didn't know about it, right? He
2: he broke up with me for another reason.
3: Okay, so you guys broke up, and you're single now. I'm assuming. Yep. Okay, and like, where are you at as far as like what's your deal as far as dating and women and where that fits in with your dating life? Like, have you figured it out? I mean, you're still (sighs) so young, and this is like very confusing. For anybody, it's confusing for me to even just like listen to it because it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. you still seem a little bit confused because it's kind of new for you. Right. Like in a way. Right. Right. Um, And you're so and you're still young. You know, you're just starting Mm -hmm. out with all this stuff. So where are you at as far as like figuring out what you would say that you are, whether you're bi or you're gay, like whether you're going to keep sleeping with women you you know I I still consider myself gay. Okay, I, I, I really do, and it's
2: it's all because you would never want to date a girl, right? When whenever I think about my future, yeah, and like what I want my future to be, it's always with a guy, right? That's how it is.
3: Well, let me ask and, you this: Could you ever imagine like cuddling or holding hands with a girl and like dating a girl, or like no, you just see women like sexually?
2: I I don't think I could date a girl. I, I don't think so.
3: Right. Okay. I, I don't
2: see them as It's I, I don't know if I could say that I see them as solely sex objects. Um.
3: Yeah, because you like them as a friend but there is a difference like for someone yeah. else bisexual like that. You just see them as somebody that are like you you like them as people and you could maybe you like to fool around them but you don't feel like you couldn't have romantic feelings for them there's that's a difference yeah it's
2: it's almost like just a weird kind of fetish at that point
3: yeah and maybe (laughs) listen I don't know like me I don't know if it's tied into like what happened to you at that time or me or it's the opposite like when that happened and he told you you were so angry because on some level like very deep down it's something that you maybe wanted to do and it triggered that and you like I don't know it's like it's one of those things and I wish you had a therapist and you could go ask her and you could come back and tell me what they said <laughs> <Yeah>. to you <laughs> I,
2: I've I've been meaning to or I have seen you know like I, I forget the word but like kind of like initial consultations for my depression yeah um, yeah because yeah, yeah. You're, you're
3: still but, depressed
2: yeah it, it comes on and off and uh-huh. it you know I've have gone to you know, therapist for that. But, you know, financially, it's not really viable for me. Right, um, right, right. Uh-huh. So it, it's hard. I, you know, I'd like to, Um, it's definitely not something I'm opposed to. It's just I, something that's not really feasible for me.
3: Right. But and your depression, like, do you think it has to do like, did all that start after like, you know, you were outed in high school and, you know, mm-hmm. became the outcast? Is that when it started? Yep. That's,
2: that's definitely probably what triggered it. I think.
3: Well, I mean, do you remember being depressed and or depressive, like kind of personality, like before that?
2: Not, not nearly as much as.
3: But maybe um, you just had the tendency, and that happened, and like, yeah, you might still need to talk that shit out if it's still like bringing you down.
2: Yeah, I've I've always been a very cynical person towards a lot of things, Uh Um, and so a a lot of I, I see a lot of wrongs that. I think either it's, like, society or,
3: yeah, you, know, you might be friendships. A, yeah, you might so be a little judgmental. I've
2: seen, like, I've seen, like, I'm kind of, I guess, a pessimist in a lot of ways, and I yeah. think that's definitely not, not
3: helped. Um, well, what's interesting is, and this is going to help you see things, and this is what life's all about, and especially your mm-hmm. 20s, this is what really humbles you and tr- sort of helps form you to be who you're really going to be, is when you do the things that you're doing now. Like, look, somebody, like did something to you that was so bad that you judged that person for for so long and had such strong feelings against and now you've done that same exact thing later. And (laughs) if you take anything out of it, what you could take is that like just stuff like that happens, right? And like so maybe you could go back and like because you probably held on to like all that anger and sort of stuff for him and that doing this and coming full circle should make you sort of let go of that and see that situation very differently and reframe that for you. And that's what, like, everything is about, right? Like, so if you right. could reframe that and then all this other stuff that you're pessimistic about and you're like, life is gonna probably humble you in the same way. Like, eventually, oh, as yeah. you get older, you're gonna realize that all this sort of anger and judgment, basically, and all this stuff, like, I mean, you know, maybe you'll see things differently eventually, you know, because how could you not right. see this situation differently? after you've just recreated it.
2: It's kind of the same thing when people, especially through college, I think you've mentioned this once before and I hold the same viewpoint of like people that get married when they're very young people I mean the difference between me from 18 and me now at 22 I I don't even think I'm the
3: same person yeah you're gonna be like 15 more before you turn 30 you know (laughs) like for real and that's that's a great thing that's what you're supposed to like that's what happens in your 20s that's what it's all about you know like look at who you like you have lived in the like you told me a story from 16 to 22 and like look at how far you've gone and how much you've changed you know and yep. and you know who knows what you're going to be doing three years from now as far as girls got maybe you will have dated somebody you I said maybe. the words yeah. you said were when i said do you ever picture yourself dating a woman you said i don't think so you didn't say right no right you yeah. said i don't think so so, uh-huh. you know, that tells me that maybe there's this tiny little part of you, even if it's 1%, that would be able to... And you just don't know that if, you know, five years from now, since you are sexually attracted, like, that maybe that can happen. Or maybe not. I don't know. But it... Because, mm-hmm. like, like, it's so interesting to see what that would turn into. You know what I mean? Like, because... Yeah like I said, you're still young, you're still figuring yourself out. And because like when you're like a very super pessimistic sort of person, that's like, you know, there's a part of you that's like kind of like that kind of person to me is like someone that's like a little bit closed off and like holding Mm -hmm. up a, like a defensive kind of wall. Against right. Like the world but they also it also puts it up against yourself. So like maybe, you know, you haven't really sort of fully realized stuff about yourself either. You know, all that stuff holds you oh, back I'm from sure. really looking at yourself. Right. So yeah, the more absolutely. that that stuff falls off, the more you'll figure out even more of yourself. I mean, look, you're 22. You're gay. Mm-hmm. Right. But now you're sleeping with women and you kind of liked it. Right. But you're not bi. Uh, but you're not dating anyone. But and and I think you've had like some fucked up relationships because like we I, mean, I mean you've only had a couple of relationships and they all sound like kind of like bad you know Dugs. like or like <laughs> yeah you know and yeah. that happens when you're fucked over like a lot of times like that if you have a very like sort of traumatizing first relationship with somebody you know mm-hmm. like what you had with your that guy like it really right. could shape all the rest of your relationships you know um and make you go down like a terrible path and so i think like if you really could Look back at that first one where he pulled the rug from underneath you and gave you all that pain and everything and look at what you did now and sort of use that to help you get over it. That would be really good for you, you know, because Mm -hmm. and if you worked on your depression more, it would be really good for you because then you wouldn't be attracting like, you know, the that kind of person because you'll be a better person yourself. Do you know what I mean? Right.
2: That's a a good point, yeah. Like
3: attracts like, unfortunately. So we can never say, I mean, for me, like, you know, all the relationships I had, I had a lot of crazy relationships with a lot of fucking psychopath guys, but, like, that's because I was a psychopath. Like, why would I be (laughs) with those people? I wrote a whole book about it, and at the end of every chapter, like... I wrote like what I learned from everything and I'm friends with all yeah. of them because I would never look back and say, oh, that per." like, I don't really believe in looking at uh, situations and say one person is a, a big victim, especially yeah. not in relationships and the other person's totally evolved. I mean, like, or like an really? asshole, like most of the time, like attracts like, I would say a hundred percent of the time. So as yeah. fucked up or mentally unstable or crazy as you, the people are a, lo- that you look across uh, to, like there's something in you that's at that same place, you know? Yeah, and you have yeah. to figure that out, you know? And that'll help you, you know? I'm,
2: right. I'm kind of coming, you mentioned that, and I'm kind of starting to think now, both or these past two exes that I've had have reached out to me, you know, they have their hand for friendship, but I've turned it down. And, you know, maybe that maybe that could have, you know, been something beneficial to me. I don't know. I but- think
3: so. I don't know. I have always... I don't know. I've seen people, and I've had people call me up and be like, "Oh my god, my ex is calling me, and I'm never going to talk to them." And like, I'm like, "Why don't you like?" I don't understand that. Like, I've always sort of kept those doors open, and I've always gone back. And to me. It's even better when you do that because you see even more about your relationship. You see even more about them. 100% of the time when I became friends with that person after I realized 100% the reason why it didn't work out because we weren't right. I could see things more clearly and it was... I was able to like really fully heal from that situation. And I think that, you know, that really helps. And I don't understand people that keep things so closed off to their exes. I mean, like take take yeah. those invitations and get I know to know a lot those who,
2: you know, I know a lot of it for me is I'm scared to see if they get into another relationship. I know that's a big part of it for me, the whole jealousy component, which is kind of ironic, you know, looking back I, at that.
3: Right. But, but yeah. I have to, I promise you, like, let me just tell you something and just try this fucking out because you're not going to die sure. if you get jealous anyway. Right. But just yeah, make yeah. a test. Become friends with one of them and wait till they get in a relationship. And what I, I swear to you, most likely, like you won't, what you're afraid of probably won't even Exists really and even Hmm. if you are jealous it probably won't be as much as you are and even if it is as much as you like you think it will be you will eventually get past it and when you realize okay I dealt with that and like I'm okay like I really think it could help you resolve things you know I I just don't think that you would probably be as jealous As you think you would be and maybe you need to put yourself in that position just to test Mm -hmm. it out Because maybe you're holding a false belief about yourself Which is creating like all this sort of closed-offness to like people that maybe could be in your life You know, which
2: probably which probably all stemmed from that very first guy Of course,
3: (laughs) you should be trying to uh, work on that other stuff so that you could you know Not attract psychopaths. (laughs) And then (laughs) keep me posted about the girls. Like, I mean, are you still gonna fuck girls?
2: Am I I currently? Am I still going to?
3: Are you still looking? Like, I mean, like, there Uh, you had two experiences. uh, Like,
2: Uh, I have a, I have another one possibly lined up. So, oh, you do. Yep.
3: A Tinder one. Yep. Interesting. Is she? What is she? On a scale of one to ten? Oh, she's she's
2: been better than both of them. I'll give I'll give her about an eight. Right. So, she she's pretty good, and honestly, these opportunities, weirdly enough, don't happen too often. I, I don't know if I should ever bring it up. Someone told me that bringing it up would be a good idea because some people think it's a fetish. Some people told me that I shouldn't because it might scare them off.
3: You mean with a guy so, to bring it up to a guy?
2: Bring it up with girls, telling them. That, oh you know, oh no about, no
3: don't uh uh-uh. uh don't okay no. because the girls with a fetish yeah no 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 don't. Because girls with a fetish, I had a girl that loved by guys, you know, but you, if you mm-hmm. say, I'm, um, you're gay, like, you know, that I don't know that anyone has a, maybe somebody has a thing of like changing somebody that's gay, but you're not like, I don't think the majority of women have that fetish. So, yeah. you know, well, you're better off keeping that a secret. Both,
2: and I definitely have a better success rate with the other one. So with what? Yeah. With like, whether I should you know, bring it up or not.
3: Well, you've only fucked two girls and neither one of them knew. So what do you mean exactly. you've experienced both? Like you've been honest to who?
2: Well, it's more of, again, this goes back to the whole Craigslist thing. I put out two ads mentioning it in one, don't mention it in the other and kind of just generally see
3: what the, Oh, right, right. But you're not getting anyone real on Craigslist, okay? In the real world, yes. I'm just yeah. telling you, like girls, don't, yeah. don't bring it up, especially if you're just having a one-night I've learned stand. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. don't um you know just to me it's like are you going to bring it up to guys and i think like when you're in a relationship if you meet a guy and he's the next guy is like like the other guy everything that you were looking for and you really like i think you should wait till things are like really sort of serious like you know i don't know yeah. it's, uh, before you bring it up but like you know and right you should decide whether you're going to be like monogamous i don't know like what you're when you say you know your future looks like to you that you're with it's, a guy mm-hmm. so what happens if you met a guy tomorrow that was everything are you do you would you be willing to give up sleeping with girls
2: yeah I, i'm i'm kind of in the minority i think of the gay community which bogs bothers, bothers me a bit I'm very, if I, if I like someone a lot, I'm very willing to be monogamous and right. But you were
3: monogamous in your last relationship. <laughs> so you're the like, eh,
2: I don't really care about him. Maybe there was that on the side.
3: Yeah. But, well, just like that first guy flip it. Okay. I'm sorry to keep bringing up the parallels.
2: Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's kind of funny now that you mention it, but it is right. You know, if, if everything works out in the end, then yeah, I mean, I'm willing to give it up. Um, for the right I've person, gotten, I've never gotten to that point yet. But right, but you really, kind of but you I, feel
3: like you would be monogamous if you met somebody and they were right that you'd be okay. Now you have a girl lined up. Do you have any guys lined up? No, no. Do you are do you like look more like you would have a one night stand with a girl? But like with guys, are you more into like having relationships with them, or do you have a I, lot of yeah. one night stands with guys, or no?
2: I. I try not to have one night stands with guys I'm much more of a relationship oriented person with guys
3: which is kind of yeah you sound very bi that sounds bi (laughs) but backwards bi you're backwards by. exactly
2: (laughs) yeah which which makes it kind of weird but you know most of the gay guys I I see it because you you know you have your apps like Grindr I know that's kind of very well known but everyone on there seems to want to you know just have hookups and that's not it's not, if someone just kind of messages me, the first message they send to me is a picture of their ass. Then I'm not, it's, you know, it could be a very attractive ass, but it's just not. It's not what does it for you. It's, exactly. It, what really would, you know, get me going in terms of liking this person is, you know, if we have a conversation about something interesting.
3: Yeah, you have <laughs> to really like them. You're not, like you said, you're a relationship yeah. guy. That totally makes sense. And then you just like what you, but you're, yet you're doing using Tinder. You're, you really are so opposite. Of like, like yeah. you know, yeah. you're using it to get girls and have one night stands with girls. I really need but, like people first of all I need you to keep me posted of what happens with your hookups oh, absolutely, or anything. Absolutely. Um and yeah. I really need if anyone's listening to this and is in the same situation that you're in, you know, maybe even somebody like a little bit like down the line that maybe was able to figure stuff out, right? That would be even be interesting so we could like tell you what they did or how it turned yeah, out for them, please. you know. Because uh, this is kind of new for you, but like, I really want to know if other people like this exist.
2: Because, like I said, everything I've ever found has always been like these fantasy blogs, and you know, right, this... of course, it's nothing. It's nothing realistic. It's nothing like a real story. I don't care how you know gross that story is. I just, I, I just want to know if anyone's ever been in the same situation. There
3: has to be. Okay, we all know that, but I, but I want to hear from them, and I want, like, you I know, do, you know, because I want to know where this story. Like, I feel like we're in the middle of this story and i think that's yeah. like you you don't even I, i'm a little confused i think you're a little <laughs> confused but not in a bad way confused you know what i mean Pretty like confused, more like putting it lightly yeah more like interested in where it's going to go and what it means and what it's all about you know and yeah. uh yeah. I want to know, like, if there's somebody out there, which I'm sure there is, that's further down the line. Like, what could be the, like, the the end of this? But like, you know, you're your own person, so like, you're gonna have your own story, you know. So, exactly. But, you know, uh, keep me posted. Keep us posted. And uh, I always do like callbacks if anything interesting happens. But get yourself sure. back into therapy. Keep me posted, and good luck with everything. And thanks so much for calling in with this story because i don't know that i i never had this topic on and i don't know that uh-huh. i ever will again but we'll see yeah <laughs> and yeah. i'll let you thank know you. if i get any emails from anybody send me Please an email strictly anonymous at gmail.com if you're thank- a gay guy that sleeps with <laughs> girls but, yeah. or a gay thank woman so much, that sleeps with guys <laughs> thank you gary for calling in seriously all
1: right thank you so much have all a good right. night you too bye bye uh, mm